Hello and welcome to the first podcast episode of High and Healing. My name's Jada, as you guys all know, and we're here, hi, <laughs> and healing. Um, and so I first of all just want to thank you all so so much for choosing to subscribe and I'm really excited to see where we all go. Um, as you all know in the uh, theme for this podcast is my breakup. So my breakup kind of put me back a little bit and I was supposed to have a lot of more planning done for August, but things happen. So we're going to take, you know, September and August is going to be the main month where everything kicks off and everything starts. Um, but of course, once I get to 50 subscribers, I'm definitely, definitely still going to do the mini reading giveaway. So I'm really excited to do that once I hit 50 subscribers. So be sure to share and to let everyone know about the um, newsletter subscription and how you get to hear more of me like you literally get to hear more this is so awesome I'm so excited um, and you know I won't even just be talking about myself on the podcast I'll also be doing readings like uh, mini bi-weekly readings once we start those and yeah I'm just really excited to use the podcast feature but also use the subscriber feature I'm really excited to grow a closer connection with you guys and to be able to really you know dive into y'all's lives with you even if you don't book like a full reading so again welcome to high and healing um, and this is our first podcast episode I'm so excited so excited um, and I'm excited to see how this grows and blossoms blossoms because right now it's kind of just you know regular <laughs> um, pretty basic um, but I'm excited to see where it goes. And our first podcast episode is about my breakup, but not only the breakup, more so my reflection and the process that came after it, um, especially with, you know, I've grown a lot over the past two years. Everyone always says that, but I truly have taken the time to reflect upon myself and to address the areas in which I knew I needed to grow, but I never made an effort to. And so my response to this breakup was kind of like that test, that checkpoint, you know, to see if like I've really grown from where I once was and how I handle my relationships with people and, you know, how they heavily affected me and, you know, how attached I got. <clears throat> But let us get started on talking on this breakup and, you know, the moments after with, you know, my healing and me trying to address the pain I was feeling and moving forward with the cord cutting. And now where I am now, it's been about, I want to say almost a month. I feel like this whole process has been a month of when we met and when everything, you know, came into fruition and stuff. Um, I just want to let you know I'm playing Frank Ocean in the background. I'll be sure to list the music I play um, under the podcast, and I'll be sure to list the people that I discuss um, and anyone I bring up in their Instagram handle or their Twitter handle that you guys can go to. So, um, not to get into the full detail, the full rundown of what happened with um, this friend of mine because I guess that's what we would call ourselves. But not to give you guys the full rundown, you can easily find that on my Twitter if you just go through, honestly, the past, uh, just all of August. Just go through all of August and you'll see it. Um, but, you know, we formed a relationship, <clears throat> got closer, and, you know, we made some plans, made some commitments. 
And unfortunately, I had to take a step back. Um, I had to, I was honestly thinking about it for, for quite some time, or not quite some time, but at least a few weeks, at least like a week or so. Um, and I was thinking about my decision and my choice and, you know, my wants in a relationship. And again, this wasn't a romantic relationship. I'm just speaking generally how I, you know, desi desire and deserve to be treated within any relationship. And there were things that I, re I, I was receiving. There were things that I really appreciated about my friend. And I still appreciate and I still love. Like, that is the reason that, you know, we grew so close. But there's also things that I know I need and needed, and I knew those things couldn't be offered. Um, and then I just knew, like, I, had, I say this all the time about myself, as I enter into people's lives to be a lesson. And, you know, that is very true, but this one also felt like a lesson. Um, you know, there was that wish of us both hoping to allow this to be longer than what it was but again like I told you I've gone through so much growth and this felt like that moment before every transformation happens everything big happens and that's what I'm going through now but it felt like that moment before and I would be learning something from this regardless of you know if we were able to stay you know connected or, or if we had to let go of one another so um, I just wasn't receiving the things that I knew I deserved, the things I knew I wanted. Um, and I wasn't sure if I could offer her what she deserved and what she wanted. You know, we were both, we're both on this journey about finding ourselves and better understanding ourselves. And, you know, sometimes as you go on that journey, you see that it doesn't align with everybody else's because you're learning about putting yourself first. You know, we tend to take on and and deal with a lot of things and you know our as we're dealing with a lot of trauma that comes from our childhood I know it came from mine so as we're dealing with that you know we start to have these patterns where we just deal with whatever is given to us we don't really you know see ourselves in a I wouldn't say see ourselves in a higher light but like you know we kind of downplay ourselves and we let ourselves just handle you know just anything and so I've gone on this journey of so much reflection, all coming from heartbreak and, you know, never feeling good enough in relationships and not even just speaking to romantic ones. I mean, in my friendships, my relationships with my family members as well, like I was just going through this reflection period. And now I get to this point and, you know, my guides are like, so have you really grown? Like, do you know exactly what you want? Do you know what you can offer someone in a relationship? And I knew, you know, I, I always knew even when, even prior to this point, but it's like, I had the confidence, I had the strength and the ground to stand in exactly what I want, to speak up for myself, to set my boundaries, <clears throat> um, to speak up to myself and to speak up for myself and set my boundaries. That was something I never used to be able to do. And, you know, of course, like, we're only at the starting point. There are ways in which I could have better addressed the situation. There are ways in which I could have better handled it, handled it after. But, 
this is growth. This is what the journey is about, better understanding yourself and taking those steps. You know, it's a progress. It's not an uphill battle, but, you know, it's kind of like a a nice, like, ramp up, you know? Not even, like, steps, but, like, actually, no, I think ramps are probably worse than steps. I guess we can say it's an escalator then. I think that's a good one. You know, you can't allow yourself to live and grow and move through the, you know, situation, through the growth. Um, and then you can also take the, take your own steps forward. So I've, you know, I was able to address it and it was a start and it was something I was really proud of. So, you know, we get to the moment after, <laughs> like the immediate moment after. And, you know, we can blame my Aries moon. We can blame, you know, yeah, we can blame my Aries moon if we want to. Um, but I immediately felt so weighed down. I felt so heavy. I felt so lost. I felt so angry. I felt these multitude of emotions, you know, typical Gemini. Um, but I felt these multitude of emotions and I wasn't sure how to understand and unpack them. You know, it's like I finally make a change within my life. I finally put myself first. <clears throat> Yet here I am experiencing all these feelings that don't make me feel good about that choice. You know, I started getting upset. I started getting angry. It's like, I, I was the one who made the decision to end things and I was upset with her for, or I was putting all the blame on her. You know, I was <clears throat> trying to see it from this certain view, this certain scope to kind of, you know, make her to blame for everything. Now, of course, like I don't want to go into detail of what happened, but, you know, there was the relationship I had with her and then she you know, had a relationship with another party and it was a strong relationship. It was something, you know, they had built prior and I didn't, and we started to have feelings for each other. You know, I didn't want to continue with this relationship, have things go the way they go. And then it kind of just ends abruptly. You know, I didn't want to be left out on the sidewalk, not given exactly what I wanted, exactly what I deserved, you know, and I didn't need it from her. It's just I know what I desire and need in general from anyone now. So, you know, I still started to blame her because, you know, I felt like my time was wasted. I still sometimes feel like my time is wasted, of course, because of how the relationship went. Um, you know, it went very quickly and the things that, you know, I, you know, we're always told things that, you know, we want to see happen. We want to make sure like, you know, they come into fruition. Um, and I felt like I was told things that weren't coming into fruition. But again, I have to see like I was the one who chose to end things. I could have continued this and like let those things happen, but it would have been no no, it wouldn't have been with the intentions that I wanted, you know? So <clears throat> I chose to end things and it just left me with so many emotions, with a lot of anger. And I turned to Twitter because <laughs> journaling, like writing down was not going to benefit me. So, you know, I was trying to unpack, you know, the different things I was feeling. It's like my intuition had been telling me the moment we met, like, it's going to end soon. It's going to go by fast. It just felt like a, a quick snap of my fingers. And I was in the shower one day and I was thinking about it. 
And I was like, no, I'm overthinking. And then I got a reading about it to like confirm I wasn't overthinking. And the reading confirmed I wasn't overthinking. And it was such a good reading. So good. Um, it was by B from Beast Tarot. Really incredible. I'll be sure to tag her below. Um, but I got the reading and it said I wasn't overthinking. So I was like, okay, great. I'm fine. And I kind of started to just go along. But it still started to... It still you know, felt like there was something I was missing. I wasn't receiving everything. I was, you know, kind of being left in the dark on things. And of course, like, actually, I'll get to this part. But, um, you know, of course, like, she didn't want to hear those things. Like, she doesn't want to, you know, feel like she's the problem in all of this. And she, I wouldn't say she was the problem in all of this. I think it was just the situation in the the journeys in which we were both on and the progress that we both had. So, you know, I was angry on Twitter, um, trying to unpack, trying to understand, uh, trying to, you know, trust my intuition, being happy for what was there, being happy for putting myself first, being angry with feeling like my time was wasted, all of these things. And it just drove me down this hole. It was it was so bad. It got so dark and it came so fast. The same way the relationship came so quickly, the relationship came just as fast. The, the breakup came just as fast. And it was very, very hard. So, you know, like, as we go through these things, and remember, we were really just friends. Like, that was the label that was on it. So, you know, don't even just think about your romantic relationships, but remember like your emotions you're allowed to feel them like this is how we cope and this is how we respond it's not the case of being healed and you know being understanding of what has happened and what is here like I can still understand I'm proud I put myself first I'm proud I was able to move forward and to address these things to activate my throat chakra and allow you know my truth to be present but at the same time I can still be a little angry you know we are human even though we are constantly healing and growing on this journey, we still have natural responses to things. You know, we still feel things strongly. So I was trying to unpack that, trying to go through it. And it was leading me down a very dark hole. And I felt like I was just repeating old patterns. I was wrong. I did it wrong. I was, you know, just really blaming myself and, you know, feeling like, I just didn't succeed, you know, in the way that I thought I did. Sorry, I'm going to change the song. Um, I didn't feel like I was succeeding in the way that I did. So, you know, I was, I was feeling lost and low. And I think this is a key point for everyone. Like, you know, when you're feeling lost and low, really ask yourself if it's, if it's beneficial to turn to you know, um, any sort of reader for reading or, you know, an astrologer for a horary on, you know, where you're headed from here. If, you know, if you're, if your first, sometimes the best option is in these moments of like really extreme emotion, um, with all this anger, all this pain, this frustration, this sadness, this confusion, like with all of these orang feelings, Sometimes turning to someone else for this sort of guidance can either benefit you or it can harm you. 
Um, you know, and I think it's very dependent upon your healing journey and where you are. So prior to this, like when I had gone through other breakups and I had, you know, received readings, trying to understand, trying to get an idea, I felt like the reading often told me what I wanted to hear to kind of put me in good faith and good hope. And I was really worried about receiving a reading this time because I was like, you know, I'm going to hear something that isn't going to benefit my healing like I've been on a different journey and I don't want to hear like oh this person will return or oh you know like you know I didn't I didn't want to hear these surface level things but it felt like I needed a reading like you know sometimes in times of me overthinking or feeling this extreme emotion I do turn to you know a therapist to readings to anything that can kind of flesh out my thoughts and my feelings now you know it these things help us to flesh out our thoughts and feelings but they also can misguide us you know like the readings that did before so of course please use discernment and you know, when, you're in, when your intuition is telling you it's time for a reading, let that be, you know, your time. Don't let it be a, oh, I want a reading right now, or oh, I need a reading. Like, do you really need it, you know? So, I chose to get a reading, and I got one from Evergreen Cappy Tarot, Mickey. It was so incredible. It was so incredible and exactly what I needed, you know. You want someone to be able to dive in and to, you know, see what was, as a reader, like this is even what I do. That's why I'm so happy I was able to connect with Mickey because, you know, she was the type of reader I am and that's so great when you can connect to someone like that because, you know, we both, well, you know, I and then for Mickey, in my reading she you know looked into what was here in the present moment like with our relationship with our friendship you know what we had how she viewed me her feelings you know my feelings my wants all of these things she looked into where we were prior to the breakup she dove into the breakup and she dove into my healing afterwards it was a process it was a journey and I'm so happy she made it that way because it resonated so much and it has helped so much of course I, I texted her I was like why is everyone keep saying there's something great coming there's something great coming and I keep hearing that I even had that in my ifa divination and I just keep hearing it all the time, but she kept saying something is great. Something is great coming. Something great is coming. So I got the reading and I just allowed myself to sit with it. And, you know, it really did confirm I did the right thing. I really did the right thing and I put myself first. And I'm so happy the reading confirmed that and just, you know, put me at ease. But <laughs> I was at ease, but I was still feeling all these emotions and this is where I get to that point of kind of that checkpoint like that extreme challenge checkpoint of have I really grown or have I you know elevated myself or not and it was clear that I did not I reached out via email while I was still angry tweeting and I was saying like I'm sorry you know Right after receiving the reading, okay, guys? Right after receiving the reading of saying I was right and I trusted my intuition, I put myself first, you know, my friend had her own things to deal with. Right after, I started feeling like that.
As I was still tweeting out angrily, angrily, I emailed her saying, I'm so sorry, and I want to have a conversation with you. And I did that while I was, you know, um, at brunch by myself. So, of course, maybe I was just kind of thinking impulsively, but it felt like the right decision. And it felt like the right decision because of something that I am still trying to unpack and still trying to heal within myself. And that's relationship. That's, you know, my relationships that I had when I was younger as a child. And then as I grew up, like my romantic relationships I had through high school, um, I often, you know, these people would push me away or yeah, they would always push me away. I would never push anyone away. People would always push me away and I would still allow them the space to return because I love them. But I was the one who pushed, you know, my friend away this time. So I was like, I wonder if she will come back, if she will try. And, you know, she had responses to my angry tweeting. And so, you know, email was the only way I could reach out and it felt like the right decision but it felt like a really impulsive one now that I think about it even felt impulsive in the moment um but I wanted to talk to her because that's what I always want to do like I'm always gonna have love for these people and it's hard for me to release that and it's hard for me to completely let these people go this is why I like become much more detached and just kind of separated myself from everyone else just so I don't get attached or like I can still have love for this person but I can remember to put myself first and to let go of these people if need be. But I caved in and I emailed and we sent emails back and forth and it was, you know, just us pointing fingers, us pointing fingers, you know, telling the other to take accountability and to, you know, grow up and to do better. And it was just a lot of anger. It was a lot of hurt because we both hurt each other. You know, we hurt each other with the breakup, but we also hurt each other with how quick we allowed it all to just happen, you know? And I think she also hurt herself as well. I don't want to speak for her, but, you know, as I reflect on the things that I was told and the actions that I saw, as I reflected on my own influence in the relationship, there were things in places in which she was not healed. And she had to address that within herself. And, you know, she tried these things with me, and I don't think that helped her. So she hurt herself as well because, you know, we are both on these journeys, but again, progress and we can't even compare journeys. So, you know, we're just both on these different journeys. And I was at one point and she was at another in her own. But, you know, we sent these emails and then I was just like, I cannot keep doing this. You know, I have to train myself to step out of this need to always have everyone around, this need to always make people feel happy, this need to, you know, always have to be the one to fix things. I have to step out of that for myself. And it felt like it was in my best, best intention, I guess I would say, to <clears throat> receive a cord cutting. And so I went to Mel at Luminary Wings, um, I will also tag her below. I went to Mel for my cord cutting. And I don't want to go into detail what um, 
it was entirely. Um, I think that is something every, or, you know, if you have a cord to cut, that is something that you should experience on your own. But, you know, the whole process, it does put you at peace. It does put you at rest. You know, you are completely, you know, releasing all the cords, all the connections that you have with this person in order to, you know, heal within yourself in order to allow this other person to heal, you know, to continue moving forward on your journey without the, I don't want to say baggage, but the kind of, um, yeah, honestly, the baggage or the extremity of having this person on your mind that you cannot release. So I had the cord cutting and <laughs> wow, I will tell you guys one thing. It's a process that takes 37 days. So the 37 days so far, I don't know, maybe we're in about week two, maybe even week one. Um, no, week two. It, it has definitely been a process, but it's been a good process, you know? Of course, at first, I was a little nervous. I was like, I don't think I can do this. This, you know, seems like a lot. But you can't tell yourself, I don't think I can do things. I knew I could do this because I went through this healing journey this past year. And just to let you guys know, last year I was 18. So that was my seventh house perfection year, definitely relating to relationships and addressing them. Um, so, you know, that was where I healed a lot. And so now, you know, I'm in my eighth house perfection year. It doesn't have, well, it does have some relation, but just generally speaking, now I'm 19 and I'm grown from, you know, only this year. And like this cord cutting helped so much, so much. I felt so much lighter. I felt, I, I felt like I could feel myself again. I had tweeted and told you guys that I wasn't feeling like I was in my body. I felt like I was very lost and I was, you know, not here. And the cord cutting allowed my soul to return. You know, I found myself again. Of course, maybe my writer's block came from me not having pain or having all this pain to write about. But no, my writer's block, it lifted and, you know, now I'm, I'm not just writing about pain and stuff, but I'm just writing generally. I'm able to write again. I'm able to have those passions and that inspiration and that creativity that I've always had and then lost for quite some time. You know, I was able to find that again. Um, I was able to see this from the scope of I did what's right for me. I did what's best for me. All I can do is move forward from here. There has been so much growth and the cord cutting allowed me to see that because once you know I fully released and let go of this idea that I had in my head about this relationship that I let go of my friend that I let go of you know everything that came with it of course I'm still appreciating the moments that we had that were positive and I'm taking my time to reflect on the negative as well but I was able to release the the attachment you know, I found my attachment within myself again, and I was able to find me. And now, you know, it's been about two weeks since the cord cutting, maybe about, I want to say a month. Yeah, a month, maybe a month and a half, you know, since this whole friendship and relationship and this journey has started. And I feel like I'm in such a better place, such a better place. So... You know, that's where I am now. 
and I'm, you know, really just allowing this whole something good is coming to unfold for me because B said something good was coming, Mickey said something good was coming, even Mel said it, and then I also received an Ifa divination last week, and the Babalawo said something good was coming. So I'm very, very excited to see, you know, where I go from here. But, you know, after 30 minutes of talking about, um, you know, this whole process, I wanted to discuss with you all uh, my coping and how I moved forward and, you know, the whole process and how that happened. I've kind of went into detail, but I want to talk about the methods and then especially with, like, receiving readings, how that can assist you, you know, turning to Twitter and just understanding and unpacking all of that. So, um, you know... I immediately have this anger at first. I have all this pain, all this, you know, uh, worry and being upset and all these things that I'm feeling. And, you know, like we all do, we get impulsive and we run to do things that make us feel good. My do things that make us feel good is I run to Twitter. I And that's, you know, of course, someone like some of you may be like, oh, my God, you're airing all your business out. No, it's not even running to Twitter for that way. I just, you know, make my subtle tweets here and there. No one really knows what's going on. Of course, I wanted to be clear and upfront with you all because it would affect, you know, the um, reading process and my schedule and being backed up. And then, of course, like, we're high in healing over here. I feel like it was necessary that I told you, you know, what was going on within the relationship and the whole entire process. So, um... You know, I ran to Twitter and I just released all my emotions. I let them all out. And, of course, that caused some backlash from my friend. Um, but, you know, we have to remember, like, and, of course, it hurt her. It hurt her. She told me that and I apologized. But, you know, don't allow yourself to push away your anger or push away your emotions and your feelings um, just to not hurt the other. We have to understand that like sometimes people hurt us and we have to address that hurt in the way that is best for us. Mine is through emotional release and just getting out all these feelings, getting out all these things, getting out all my thoughts. And it's not with the intention to hurt the person I was in a relationship with, to hurt the person I was in a connection with, but, you know, this is how I have to release, and so she had texted me saying she was really hurt, and <clears throat> she wanted me to take accountability, and of course, I'm still in the, I'm still having this attachment to her, I'm still feeling connected to her, so, you know, I'm really apologetic. And then I turn to Twitter again. I'm like, she doesn't want me talking about it. I'm just going to shut up. All these things. But <clears throat> I still started to tweet again. I'm going to get a drink of water. Sorry. I still went ahead and tweeted. You know, I still released what I needed to release because it wasn't with the intention to hurt. It was the intention to feel and to understand these things, to see where my growth and, you know, where I was still having some troubles feeling and addressing these emotions. 
I didn't want to hurt her. And I think you all can tell from the the way in which the tone was within my tweets. Of course, you can't read tone via text, but you can, you know, see like my questioning and then the way in which I was appreciating the relationship as we further got away from the day that we broke up and the moment we chose to disconnect. But you can see that. So it wasn't with the intention to hurt, it was just trying to understand and to feel. So, you know, don't, you know, the overall key for the way in which I cope that way, don't allow anyone to make you feel bad for the way you process your emotions. Um, and be sure that, you know, the way in which you cope is so you can heal. You know, it's not the way and so you can be happy because that can be happy mean I'm going to reach out to them again. I'm going to, you know, get them back. I'm going to drunk text them. I'm going to go hook up with their best friend whatever it is like don't let that be the intention let your intention be to heal let it be for yourself and what would truly benefit you in this moment um and I think that's key honestly like our friends when we're going through this process we always like tell our friends like you know babe you gotta like make sure you do the right thing for you and like we're always telling our friends like I know the right thing to do I want to call them back like no, our friends really want us to do the right thing for you. And that means moving forward on your journey and healing and processing this rather than running backwards and being like, you know what? I was in the wrong. Let's try this again. Let's reconnect. Like, no, that is not what I need. Like, even in my cord cutting, it said there is no reason for us to reconnect. And I have no desire to. Um, of course, like, I still care about her and I do hope she's doing well, but I have you know, no desire to reach out because I don't think it's necessary for either of us now in our journey or even, you know, where we see ourselves in the future. So please, you know, don't allow anyone to make you feel upset or feel angry or feel, you know, weird and ostracized for the way in which you are processing your emotions and be sure that it is with the intention to heal. And, you know, the same thing goes for readings. Um, you know, I want to be sure that my clients, like, I'm, I'm so excited to tell you. Well, don't tell anyone, but I'm excited to tell you guys when it all happens. But um, I'm planning to, you know, set up my new website and to get all of these new opportunities in order. And, you know, I want to start adding client consultations prior to the reading so it's probably just going to be like a 10 minute phone call just to see where you are and if the reading is really necessary you know I don't I never want my clients um to do the things that I used to do in which I would get upset I would get sad I would turn to the timeline for general messages I would you know search for um, you know, someone to do a reading for me really quickly, like I would do all these things and it would just further cloud my mind and make me feel dizzy and make me feel confused. So that's something I've been working on, you know, even as I was going through this process, if, you know, even my mutuals, like I had to mute some of them, at least for the time being, because the messages, like, I just couldn't read them at that time. It wouldn't have benefited me. It wouldn't have helped me. Of course, I still read a few and I made a few petty tweets, but, you know, I have to 
be sure that my coping is for me and for, you know, my healing and moving forward in the best way possible. And that goes for readings. Um, but <clears throat> in this moment, you know, I was feeling at my lowest point, at one of the points that I was at when I was, you know, um, when I was younger and I was going through this process, this healing process, um, and prior to my healing process, I was just at that low point again. And I wanted to be sure that my intuition was not being blinded by my paranoia and my pain. So with the, I went to get a reading with the intent to be confirmed, to clarify my intuition. And it was exactly what I needed. So, you know, be sure, like, even with the readings that you choose to get, when you choose to get them, is there a moment in which you really need it? Like, you need to know this information. You need to understand. But, you know, ask yourself, can I address and unpack this with myself? Can I connect with my guides in order to bring along the answer and the clarity that I'm looking for? Of course, the answer doesn't always have to be yes, and it isn't always going to be yes. So just use discernment and be sure, you know, it is exactly what you're looking for, you know. So um, moving forward, you know, I reached out. <laughs> well, that yes, I reached out. That was after I received the reading. So I reached out. Now, coping, does that really, really, really help us? You know, my friends kept telling me, actually, I didn't even talk to my friends like that about this. Um, but the friend I did tell, she kept telling me, don't reach out, don't reach out, don't reach out. So um, my friend who I had, had the breakup with, we chose to block each other. Turns out she didn't block me on my phone, but I blocked her. So she had tried to call me, um, but because I blocked her, didn't, you know, receive the call. But I'm one of those who emails. That's something I'm still working on. Like, why am I still reaching out after the fact? I was the one who chose to cut these, cut this off. Why am I, you know, reaching out again? So um, I reach out via email. We have very, very long conversations, <laughs> very much back and forth. And I'm not going to get into detail because that's not the important part. It was just, why would I reach out in the middle of my healing process? Like, only a week and a week and a half after, you know, I, I, you know, made that decision to end things for myself, to put myself first, but to also put her first and allow her to go, grow on her journey as I grow on my own. Why was my decision to reach out? It was because I was working from a place of pain and attachment, and that's something I still have to address. So with these different coping tools, like the overall key is, of course, intention, but also, you know, um... Allowing, allowing ourselves to feel our emotion, but not allowing those emotions to control us. You know, I started to let that attachment and, you know, I started to backtrack on my healing. I started to, to let that attachment control me and, you know, make me reach out, make me walk towards someone that I had just pushed away and walked away from, who I had, you know, kind of just sworn off and like said, like, I can't do this anymore because you're not offering me what I need. What would reaching out do? How would that benefit me? And then the responses I was receiving, because I was still angry tweeting, like, just going off with Twitter fingers, you know, they were responses of, you know, her, her feeling her own hurt and her, 
not wanting to hurt me, but hurting me. So, you know, I'm feeling my hurt. So I'm like, okay, so let me tell you what you did to me. You hurt me. And now, you know, now we're hurting each other back and forth. So it was a lot of like, you take accountability. You do this. You do that. You did all these things wrong. All these back and forth things. Um, and it just, I knew it wasn't right. And I knew I shouldn't have reached out. So, you know, that's one of the coping tools I used as well. But, you know, it wasn't to cope because coping is to heal you. That was just to live in this fantasy, you know, live in this idea in my head that, oh, this will work or like, oh, you know, we're always going to have that connection. We're always going to have that relationship. You know, my connection and my attachment to other people. There's a, actually there's a difference in being attached and being connected. You know, we're connected and we're also grounded and strong within ourselves. And being attached, that means we kind of lose ourselves within the relationship, within the bond, you know. And that was very key for me with this relationship. I was connected, you know, as we were going through it because, of course, things were going good. I was connected. I was like, yep, I'm feeling me. I'm feeling you. We doing this, you know. <laughs> um but the breakup and the healing, that's where I backtracked and I was like, I'm attached to this person. I need this person. I need this person in my life. I knew I didn't need this person and not in the case of like, I don't love her. Like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I shouldn't be cursing. But it wasn't in the sense of that. It was more so I knew I always had myself, you know, I knew I was always grounded and stable within myself. So you know, as I sit here, and even after I sent my last email, well, I, I told her off, I said, you know, you put yourself first, and you put yourself first in a selfish way, I was willing to give myself, I opened myself up for you, but, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't receiving all of that back in the way that I wanted to, because there was another person involved, so I said my truth, I spoke it, she responded with a, you know, small text, as they all do, <laughs> um, but after that, and that was right before I got my cord cutting, I just said, I cannot do this anymore. I can't keep doing this to myself. I can't keep doing this to other people. It's a waste of my time. So I have to move forward. I have to walk ahead. I have to be sure I'm healing and coping for me. So I was really upset with the way I handled that. And, you know, if I would one would backtrack or like if she was the one to reach out I probably would apologize um so you know there are places in which we have to apologize for our uh processing as well you know this is a part of processing um and it's not a part of the coping it's not a part of the healing but it's just a part of the feeling the emotions and doing impulsive things um but you know after the cord cutting I started to feel myself again. I spent some time with my father. I spent some time with my family. I spent a lot of time alone. Um, I got through all the four seasons, five seasons of Insecure. Um, I finished, what show is that? Of course I forget now. Um, I finished Younger. I finished, uh, uh, the the freeform show it's the spinoff of the fosters like the 
no, not the bold type. I also finished that. I finished Dynasty, but that show with um, the Fosters with um, Mariana and I forgot the other girl's name. But yeah, um, I got through those shows. I spent some time like getting back into the group for readings. I just spent some time to really sit with myself and to understand and to unpack. You know, I didn't go back to the reading. I didn't really look back over all these things. I was just focusing on me and letting myself heal, letting myself feel. You know, I did make a few tweets here and there, but I really just allowed myself to sit with my thoughts. Um, kind of was just here on my couch for, you know, a week. And of course, like, maybe that's a bit unhealthy. Like, I was eating a bunch. I was just on TV, watching TV all the time and going to sleep. But that was helping me heal. That was helping me reflect. And if that's your way of coping, then allow it to be your way of coping. Um, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Because now I'm here. You know, it's it's only been probably a week and a half since I've been, like, fully feeling better after, you know, my friends came over. I've started cooking again. I received my ephod divination, and I'm so excited to walk ahead on my journey. Um, but, you know, all these things are unfolding. Um, and even as you're coping, remember, like, Things are going to hurt, so you can't pay, try to pay attention to the bright side. Allow yourself to feel the pain as well. So, you know, I was feeling all that pain, and now I'm, like, doing... I'm not doing the look on the bright side. I'm, of course, like, still healing from this relationship, still unpacking, still reflecting as the day goes on. But I'm also so thankful. I'm thankful for my journey. I'm thankful for my growth. I'm thankful for where I am now because it is truly beautiful, and it's something... It's a place that I didn't imagine myself to, to get to so quickly. But here I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. Like, all my readers had said, something great is coming, something incredible is coming. And I'm excited to see what that thing is because I think I'm already stepping into it. So I don't know what comes next, but I do know that I am so fucking proud of myself for putting myself first. And, you know, I was right all, right all along, and I should have trusted my intuition, but I allowed myself to experience something and to grow from something and to accurately address the way in which I cope and heal and process something. So, you know, I'm at a much better point now. I'm still feeling like I said, but we're here and you know we're high and we're healing that's what we're always doing and you know i hope this gave you insight on you know not only me but just how you address your own processing how you address your own behaviors because people can say that you know you aren't coping by doing this thing but if it's healing you then it's your coping. If you're allowing yourself to feel, but uplifting yourself, you know, healing yourself, addressing while not hurting the other person or not just acting out of place, out of a place of pain, you're coping and you're healing. You're processing and you're moving forward. You know, and you're finding what works for you because you too are high in healing. So, subscribers, thank you so much for listening. And, you know, I'm wishing you all the best, and I'll be back with something in store maybe next week or in a week and a half, and we'll talk soon. So I'm sending my love to all of you, 
and you're listening to Jada and we're high in healing and we're always going to do that and we're elevating and cultivating creating the dream life that we want bye bye <laughs>